I welcome more controversy, frankly. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. It's Marion from San Diego, and I have a question for you. I'm curious because I've heard you mention in a couple of podcast episodes now that it's a bad idea to use that LinkedIn banner that says open to work on your LinkedIn profile picture. But I don't think I've ever heard you explain why you feel that way. So I'm curious if you could address that in one of your upcoming episodes and let us know why we should or should not be using this banner on our profiles. Thanks. That is a great question. Oh my God, I'm so (laughs) pleased we have this question because, you know, I do have strong opinions about things and people don't often ask me why I feel that way. I don't don't know why. There she goes again with her strong opinions. (laughs) And maybe they just don't listen to them and they're just like, oh, I'm going to tune you out for a while. People care. Your opinion matters. Your opinion matters. And we're going to put you on air about it. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Um, Open to work, man. It's, It's a controversial thing. And I think has gotten more controversial in the last in the wake of all the layoffs that happened in the last year or so, yep. um, people are more willing to do it. It's like less of a taboo from the workers position. Cause I've seen more of it pop up in my, like it was kind of very understood that like, this is a bad idea until everyone and their mother was getting laid off. And then suddenly it like my LinkedIn it became a like a green. cool thing to do. I don't understand. Like yeah. you, your LinkedIn banner and your little four paragraphs at home. Great. Your oh company was, God. but then they laid you off. So are they really great? I don't know. Or, or the like disillusionment. Like I thought we were a family. Well, first uh. of all, no way to have an episode number for you. <laughs> <laughs> your toxic trait is <laughs> your company thinks you're a family. Episode 35. <laughs> it's a great episode, but yes, yeah, so like I'm it, it the controversy surrounding the open to work banner has just like increased because of its increased use. And I'm here to tell you, it's still a bad idea. We have some big news. Yeah, we do. We've been coaching for a while um, to great success. I think we're responsible for, we might be a pushing a million dollars. We might be responsible for a million dollars in people's accounts right now. What we're telling you is <laughs> we are opening our client list to the public, uh, which has never been done before. And the first and only place you're going to hear about that is subscribing to our email list. To sign up for our email list, visit our website, askyourworkwife.com. We will not spam you, but we want to make sure that if you really need customized, personalized, tailored coaching and how to get more out of corporate America, we want you to hear about it first. So sign up. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Let's make it 2 million ladies. Hey. Marianne. There are a couple of reasons right off the top that you shouldn't be using the hashtag open to work banner on LinkedIn. First of all, it's a hideous shade of green. First of all, it looks good on no one. (laughs) So that's the first reason. Um, Really though, there's a misunderstanding about how one gets a new job. Uh huh. And that misunderstanding is if I put the banner up, I'm going to get a job. No, it's not a billboard. Like getting a job is not done through a billboard. It's not how that works. I put a poll up on LinkedIn a couple of weeks back that was like, did the LinkedIn open to work banner get you oh, a job? Yeah. What were the results of that? Results were 60% no. Okay. Uh-huh. That seems right. 60% no, 20% yes, 20% other. 
someone wrote that the banner got her noticed, built her connections, but that ultimately the position that she landed came from a referral. Mm, okay. So somebody she knew. Sure. So there's work in some, like there's some awareness. Yeah. Granted. Okay, sure. Fine. And then the other person, uh, another person who commented said the same thing, got me noticed, got some bites, but recent positions have all been internal referrals in the end. Uh-huh. Which this is where we're going with this, which is LinkedIn doesn't get you a job. Networking does. Okay. And, and, and let me clarify, LinkedIn is not your network. No. LinkedIn is a social platform. Correct. It's, it may be a way that you connect with your network more often than not. Right. But I would love to see if those people, instead of putting the open to work banner up, if they had simply sent an email out to mm, their network, a it could personal be email. Yeah, 20, 30 people, sure. right. Personalize it each way. But the, the core paragraphs, the same, which is I, I've be, recently been laid off. I'm looking for a job. These are some of my qualifications attached to my resume. Let me know. So if you need to alert your network, that's the way to do it. If you don't have a network or if you need to strengthen your network, we have episodes on that. 44, 49, 54. That's a lot of fours. It's But I like it. <laughs> then we have another, we have a fourth actually. <laughs> that was more recent from, from Bailey, 81. So, so whatever. Why was, why was it not 84, Holland? Come on. I'm sorry. Get it together. It wasn't, <laughs> this one might be 84. I don't know. All right, fair enough. So, so, so the advice there is like, don't add the banner make connections and capital N network. The other thing we kind of want to say about this banner is we've talked to a number of hiring managers and executives uh-huh. and we've taken some inputs on what it means to them. Actual hiring managers and leaders. And generally there's still a negative connotation about it. There is a bias. In fact, anytime that I suggest, I've done this multiple times, I suggest someone to a hiring manager and they have that fucking open to work banner, the first thing out of that manager's mouth, even without thinking about it, it's almost like an impulse is, ooh. I'm like, what'd you see? And they're like, open to work. I'm like, mm-hmm. right? And so it doesn't put me in a strong position to recommend them. Right. Because mm. there's there's this bias of like, oh, if you've got open to work, you don't know that it's hurting you. And I want to know why it's open to work. And then the first thing they're going to see when they look at your profile is you like bitching about the fact you just got laid off. There's still a stigma around being laid off. Absolutely. There, there's something out there that says I'm subpar because I was laid off. You do not want to feed that bias before they even get a chance to look at your resume or take my recommendation. You, you don't want that in the water when it comes to you and should I hire you? Because frankly, it's none of their fucking business. Whatever happened between you and your last employer happened between you and your last employer, right? What's going to happen between you and your future employer should be a clean, fresh slate, just be like, these are the skills. These are the positive things that I've done. This is what I'm bringing to the table. And that's it. Period. And there's a few, there's a few reasons for this. Like one, treat it a little bit like, <laughs> treat it a little bit like HIPAA law, right? Like you're not going to tell a doctor you're seeking a second opinion from what the first doctor's diagnosis was because you want fresh eyes, right? Like you want to see like maybe you and your last employer got sideways because of some externality, right? right. Or guess what? They they probably made a business decision about who we're laying off. And it could be because you were subpar. It could be because you were too expensive because you were too damn good. Yeah. Either way, the bias that exists out in the world is that you were subpar. Right. Right. So that that's one reason just like keep a bit of an air gap between your old employer and your new employer. The second is like, I don't want you to carry any of that negativity with you and make it your own personal narrative. The The problem I see with, I think women especially who are, only applying for jobs they're 60% qualified for, right? Is there's already a negative attitude towards self. There's already a, 
I'm not good enough. Yeah, exactly. So if you come off of a layoff or you come off of whatever reason you're looking for a job and you're carrying that I'm open to work banner with you and some of the inherent negativity that comes with it, you're going to bring that into your next job interview. You're going to bring that into your next networking conversation. Your mindset's going to be off. Yeah, because you're going to be like, I'm I'm now begging for a job. Right. I don't deserve this. I'm, I'm not good a, enough. Yeah. And first of all, it doesn't serve anybody. And second, that's not an ask your wife woman. You're ambitious. You have a clear vision for what you want. You maybe had a hiccup in your employment, but like that doesn't change your trajectory. It just says we need to scoot over here and find someone else who's going to pay us more to do the thing. Yeah. Right. I need you. I need you with that level of confidence and security to walk into that interview so that you can show up as your whole self with none of this bullshit baggage. One of my favorite examples of this was like in, in my personal life, I was in a service position and there was a you know a person who got brought in every three years to like kind of organize all the volunteers. My, my service tenure lasts about two years and I was lucky enough to have a different service president like halfway through, like exactly my halfway mark. <laughs> we switched out, you know, the, the guy at the top who's the leader of, of all the volunteers. And the first one and I like didn't quite get along. Mm. He didn't understand my style. We just had like a personality mismatch. Personality right? yeah, mismatch. Like, turns out, we love right? that. And so my... But my first meeting with the new president, the first sentence out of my mouth was apologetic, was I know blah, 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 blah has happened. I started like, I don't know, defending myself. Oh. And he he stopped me. He put his hand up and was like, stop. I don't know any of that. And so my first thought was, okay, then let me continue. I need to tell you. (laughs) And he explained to me the philosophy there in this organization was whatever experience you had with the previous president, that was between you and them. Like whatever happened, happened. And you two made something. It was either good or bad or neutral, right? But there's a clean slate for a reason. You've grown. I'm a new, I'm a different person. We are going to create something wholly, totally unique. Yeah. Could be good, bad, or indifferent, right? (laughs) But his job was to give everyone a fresh start and a fair shot from the get-go. And so he didn't want to know. He didn't want to bring any bias into the organization. And in fact, he didn't want to bring any bias into our relationship. And in fact, the organization understood this. So they... They built an air gap. They said the first president leaves. There's a whole day where no one's in office and the second president comes in. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And there's no notes. They're, they're not allowed to even overlap at the airport. There's they're, no binder. There's no like nope. transfer there's of no knowledge. file. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. So much so that like, I think we should do this in schools. I think your permanent file should not exist. It's just wiped at the end of every year. Right. Because how many times do you get like one kid who's quote unquote acting out in junior high and now he's labeled a bad kid all the way through high school? Like that bias is detrimental to everyone. It perpetuates. Yeah. Right. But like the new president understood that like for the first year that I was in the service position, I had grown. He wanted to deal with the Vanessa that was here and now. And like, let's build on that. Right. Beautiful. That's the attitude I need everyone, everyone and their mother to have when it comes to, okay, I'm out of work. I've lost a job. I've quit my job, like whatever the thing is. And that's, uh, that's an end. Take some decompression time, take a gap, and then just be who you are and say, my narrative is I have done these things. I've done these things really well. I've done, I, I have opportunities to grow in these areas. And that's what I'm looking for is for someone to take on this opportunity. Which is me. Which is me. I'm, I'm a great opportunity. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then let's build something together into the future rather than let me cart all this fucking baggage with me. Right. Right? To me, the open to work banner has enough baggage that you can't control that you just need to leave it out of the conversation. 
So, Marion, if we've decided, if we've <laughs> determined that the open to work banner is speaking for you. Yeah, before you can even have a chance to open your mouth. Exactly. And we've decided that we're going to take it off our profiles forever. Yay! It should be discontinued. What then do you say to a recruiter when they ask, why are you looking for a new job right now? Only one sentence. I'm looking for growth opportunities. That's it. You can say it all kinds of different ways. You know what? I'm really, really at a stage in my career where I'm looking for a, just a bigger growth opportunity. You can say, you know what? I've, I've really kind of reached the peak at where I could grow in this company. And I'm looking for something better. You know, that's a great question, recruiter person. <laughs> I've, I've kind of stagnated in this industry and I'd like to jump a little bit. I'd like to challenge myself. I'm, I'm looking for a growth opportunity. There's 10 million ways. I could keep, I could go on this for hours if I'm going to keep going. But like the answer is when someone asks, why did you leave this job? I'm looking for growth opportunities. I hope to find one at your company. That's it. The recruiter's job is to keep pushing, but there are, there are legal lines, which they can and cannot cross. Meaning they're sometimes not allowed to ask you a question or they will ask it. Understand that you probably don't know that you don't have to answer it. Because their job is to find out as much information as possible. This is this right. Is that's our job. Yeah, this is a company trying to make a seventy to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars investment, right? Are you telling me they're not allowed to ask me if I got laid off? Uh huh. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, it's our little secret. Even more so, not attorneys. Okay, flag on the play. <laughs> but generally speaking, in federal law, when somebody contacts your previous employer, they're only allowed to ask one: Did this person work here? It's a confirmation of employment, mm-hmm. and the answer is yes or no. It's not, it's not anything else. Did they work here? Yes or no. And after that, it's, did they get fired for cause? Yes or no. Meaning. And the the fired for cause is you did something fucking illegal. (laughs) You embezzled some money. You posted proprietary information on Instagram. (laughs) You like harmed someone. That's the for cause clause. And it's fired for cause. It's not quit for cause. It's not not laid off. Yeah. It's not laid off. It's not asked to kindly leave because we had a personality mismatch. It's where they fired for cause. That's a legal term. And it has lots of case law and very specific definitions in the law. There's only two questions that anyone who's checking up on you is allowed to ask you're not obligated to tell them anything. In fact, the recruiter's job then becomes to find more information from you because if you volunteer it, then they can use it. Don't volunteer it. (laughs) Answer the question that was asked. Why did you leave your company? I'm looking for growth opportunities. Do you know what time it is? Yep. Don't volunteer at the time. They didn't ask you that. Answer the question that was asked. Now I will say on LinkedIn, there is an option to like show the banner only to recruiters. Sure. And allegedly LinkedIn would raise your visibility to those who identify as recruiters. There's definitely some algorithm shit going on there, right? Fine. What we'll tell you is that when you go to make that change, you know, you don't select the option that says make visible to my entire fucking network and the whole wide world and all the public <laughs> and everyone who... And, and Vanessa. Yeah. Who's watching, <laughs> by the way. You select the option that says raise my visibility to recruiters. It gives you a little warning box. We cannot guarantee that only recruiters will see this. And furthermore, like, I don't know. Well, I do know, actually. The recruiter is not the person you're going after. The ideal situation is for your resume to go from you to the hiring manager to the recruiter. For the hiring manager to give your resume to the recruiter and say, I want this person. Exactly. Go get them. Right? So, like, something that that my dad offers all the time. He has to take MBA interns, right? So, He has said to me multiple times, you got friends that are MBAs and need interns. They find the rec that's interesting to them. I will walk their resume over to the hiring manager and put it on the top of their deck. 
so that that hiring manager takes a serious look at it because it's coming from an internal referral and then goes through recruiter and says, this person's interesting, go find them for me. So I don't really care about raising my visibility to recruiters when I'm looking for a job. I care about raising my visibility to hiring managers. And we're back to the start of this episode, which is you don't find a job by LinkedIn, you find it by your network. That's right. The hashtag open to work banner on LinkedIn has been and will probably continue to be an evolving conversation. Yeah. And I, I welcome more controversy, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> she is an ENTP, <laughs> i.e. debater. So give her something she can work with. Um, Marianne, you're a delight. I have every confidence in your ability to get a new job. Thank you for this question. And you know what? We're now part of your network. So guess what? Reach out to us. You can use LinkedIn DMs all you'd like or our email address. Send us your resume. See what we got. Maybe maybe as part of your network, we have a lead for you. But heaven help me, if I refer you to someone and I see that open to work banner, I'm going to kill it right there. Sure, you took it off. <laughs> Great. Oh, yeah, she did. Ah, Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> now that you've taken it off, feel free to email me. <laughs> we'll see what we can do with your resume. for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. When I had a radio show in college, I sound so cool. And I would sit down and I didn't, because I was like a guest actually on someone else's radio show. Like I only came in for Wednesdays and like had a segment. Um, I would like take someone else's headphones and sit in front of someone else's mic. And just like the way that I like put them on and pull this towards me. (laughs) Kendall was always like, she does that so authoritatively. Like she owns this place. And I'm just like, hell yeah. If you don't, you know. Exactly.